0: Welcome back to the Financial Zero to Hero podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with the knowledge you need to move your small business forward. This show provides you with the ability to understand the financial aspects of your business as well as the lifestyle aspects so many of us ignore. Along the way, I will also explore the scary world of fraud and how it affects your life. And in between all the business stuff, I will jump into a lighter subject, what I call the sports that don't love you back. My name is Steve Hublin and I am your host. So sit back and enjoy the broadcast as I start your journey from a financial zero to a financial hero. Today's episode, using a fractional CFO for your full-time business. Now, the 40-hour work week has changed the way um, we as Americans do business. You know, back in September of 1926, the 40-hour work week was implemented. And, and for those of you who are, are curious, it was actually implemented by Henry Ford. You know, so the guy who invented the assembly line also invented the forty hour work week, and that one implementation that impact is still felt today. You know, we don't think twice when somebody says they work full time. We know they work forty hours you know, a week or, or more, um, especially especially if you're in public county and work a heck of a lot more than that, but. When somebody says they're full time, we think forty hours, and that that concept came about in nineteen twenty six, almost hundred years ago. Yet, as technology has changed in our society, we still revert to a work week established when, if you think about it, many homes didn't even have telephones. You know, and, and that doesn't really make sense. You know, when you think about the finances of your business, do you still utilize practices established almost a hundred years ago? Now, it's a time to change the way your business operates. It's time to make things more, more efficient, more effective, and to save money. And that truly what a fractional CFO, and um, also referred to as a virtual CFO, they're, they're kind of one and the same, comes in. Now, what is a fractional CFO or what is a, a virtual CFO? So fractional CFO, if you think about it, is somebody who has the knowledge and training to be able to do the CFO services for your company, but at a fraction of a cost. In other words, you're bringing in somebody with the, the knowledge and efficiencies of, you know, our experiences uh, in their background to come in and do the work in your company, but you're only paying for a small amount of their experience. You know, it, it's kind of like, you know, having your own attorney. Um, come in and do all your legal work for you. Um, you, know, you don't have a full-time attorney on staff. You have an attorney to come in and knock out certain items within your company. Now, virtual CFOs. So, Virtual CFOs function like a fractional CFO. A virtual CFO is, as it, the name indicates, they work remotely. You know, but they're still a real person. You know, they provide high-level CFO services. You know, to your company no matter the size, and they have all the expertise, direction, concentration that a, a regular CFO or a quote full-time CFO would have. They just do it remotely as a consultation service. Now, you know, let's think back. You know, to what I said just a little bit ago about the forty-hour work week. We sometimes get stuck in this mindset this is how everything should be done dun, 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 dun. well you know when you're a company you think well if i need a cfo it needs to be a full-time person they need to have this office and a desk so on and so forth well with the ad advancements in technology that's really not necessary if you think about it unless you're you know a major corporation now now Keep in mind as I'm talking about this, this is really geared more towards small and medium-sized businesses. You know, the large, you know, corporations like IBM, Apple, Walmart, they need to have somebody on staff because there's a lot of a lot more moving parts in those type organizations than there would be in a small and medium business. But the virtual CFO, they work remotely. They can get into your your accounting records. They can build all the necessary um, analysis. They can meet with you virtually uh, and all this for a fraction of the cost of having somebody physically sit in um, an office in your respective building. So who wouldn't want to, to have that type of uh, service? Now, the cfo shouldn't the virtual cfo should not be considered a cost they really should be considered as an investment because again you're hiring somebody with experience you know of a big business c level executive type but without having to have them full time for your your small business now the cfo is more than just an accountant or controller this is somebody who's going to provide high level strategy and provide the expertise uh, that you need to bring your company forward, in in particular with a strategic look at, you know how you you know schedule. Uh, shipments in or how you're looking at for on your respective financial levers you know if you go back to my original my first podcast we talked about financial levers well the the virtual cfo or fractional cfo they're going to go through and help develop those levers and help you identify which ones you really should pull they're going to help you with your financial review they're going to help you with your banking relationships, your long-term goals your short-term goals uh, the direction the financial direction of your company all that can be done virtually now, think about um, just in your personal life, banking relationships. How many people out there still go to a physical bank? Now, sometimes you kind of have to because somebody gives you a check and for some reason it's over a dollar amount and you can't scan it with your phone and the bank rejects it and you have to physically take it down there. But other than that, how how often do you actually physically go to a bank? And yet, you know, all your money goes in and out of a, a, an account, checking account, savings account, what have you, and you, you know, pay your bills and you receive revenue. And a lot of times you rarely go to the bank, but you do it all virtually. That's kind of the concept within the virtual CFO realm is you're getting all that expertise for somebody who has experience and, and understands everything that, you know, should or should not flow through your company. And They can bring that to your your organization at, again, a a fraction uh, of the cost that, you know, you would pay for a full-time CFO. So let's maybe dive down into this uh, a little bit more in detail. Now, a traditional CFO. Let's just talk about what a traditional CFO would do. You know, they're going to be the professional of the organization. You know, usually if they're in the office, 40 plus hours a week. You know, so on and so forth. Um, that 40 plus hours a week. That doesn't. If you think about the cost, you know, the salary. There's an additional cost on top of that. So you're going to have benefits, which usually runs about 24, 27 percent of the salary. You know, depending on what industry you're in. You're probably going to have, you know, additional benefits on top of that. You know, if you reach such or such goals and in net income, then you're going to get a bigger profit sharing, or you can buy equity in the company and what have you. There's there's always going to be an additional uh, carrot there for the executive level. So that professional is going to be bringing in quite a bit of money, or or getting paid quite a you know, a significant salary on there. You know, and usually. CFO salaries, just, you know, standalone work, you know, in an office range from, you know, anywhere from starting at 150000 upwards to three hundred fifty dollars uh, or more, you know, depending on the organization and whether it's public and number of employees and so on and so forth. So it is, it is a significant uh, financial um, resource or financial uh, obligation for the company. Now, what CFOs actually do. Now, they're going to establish the goals, the financial direction, destination of your company. Now, they're going to use their experience to understand that, okay, a budget is, again, let's let's kind of recap, a budget is where you want to go. You know, that's your destination. And a forecast gets you to that destination. You can't just say, hey, I want to have a million dollars net income in December and it's January. And and you just kind of hope and pray you're going to get there. You need somebody to help you get to that point because just managing the finances takes quite a bit of time, knowledge, effort, uh, resources. And if you're the owner of a company, you're more concentrating on getting that next sale, getting the next customer, you know, expanding your product line, you know, expanding your footprint, what have you, you're not going to have a whole lot of time to navigate the financial aspect. Or if you do like most small, medium business owners, you do it late at night, every night, um, or on the weekends or what have you. And, and you try to devote resources to it. But again, that kind of falls by the wayside. Um, CFO also will bring order in a capital intensive business. So, if you're a capital intensive business, uh, a classic example would be oil and gas extraction. A lot of times they need more and more equipment to be able to extract oil. You know, depending on the price per barrel, you know, they may want to be extracting more um, because they know in the future it's going to be, you know, $120 a barrel. And they need to be able to extract it and take advantage of the market price, you know, in the future. So there's a lot of capital-intensive um, issues there, and that's what the CFO will do is they'll analyze, you know, not only what equipment they need to buy, what equipment they need to get rid of, you know, what equipment is, you know, it's still functioning, but it's more of a bottleneck than it truly is something that's going to be producing or have return on that. Uh, of course, the big thing that a CFO will do is they're going to manage the cash flow, especially if you're a seasonal type business. You know, Obviously, during your peak season, you're going to be you know rolling in cash. And then your slow season, you're not going to be getting as much cash. You need somebody to manage that. Then also the concept out there that's called free cash flow. Now, very briefly, I'm not going to go too much into that, but free cash flow is really How much cash do you have after your operating expenses have been paid and uh, capital expenses have been paid? That's really what what kind of free cash do you have to be able to use to invest and or take other risks. Now, they're also going to assist in external reporting. You know, you're going to have to file reports probably with the bank or with your taxes or Um, maybe silent owners of the company. Now, there's always some sort of external reporting that needs to be done from a financial standpoint, and that's what your CFO is going to do. They're also going to help you identify products and service that have a good cash conversion. So we just briefly touched on free cash flow, which is cash that after you've paid your operating expenses and your capital expenses, that's left available to be able to make different choices. Well, cash conversion... Deals with identifying products that truly bring in uh, enough cash. Now, I, I talked about that in the Financial Lever podcast. You need to be able to identify, you know, yes, this product has a whole bunch of sales, but if it's, you know, cash conversion is the lowest of all the products, why would you want to dump more resources into it? You know, it, it's that type concept. And so it helps identify those conversions in there. And then You know, they also help bring in and do a financial uh, development on what's more or less called a pipeline. So a pipeline is how many sales do you have coming up? Now, sales departments are really, really, really good at saying, hey, I've got a million dollars of sales coming up. And these are all new customers. Well, if you recall my podcast where we talked about pipelines, New customers, maybe a 10% conversion, you know, if even that high. So even though they say have a million, you're probably only going to have a 100000 in in revenue coming through. So what a CFO does is they'll prepare that pipeline and identify, okay, sales department, you guys need to start getting on it because in three months, we are going to be in a cash shortage position. So we need to make sure we're filling up this pipeline now, not, you know, you know, for the down the road, you don't want to get down the road two, three months, and then start trying to fill a pipeline. That that you're behind the eight ball immediately on that. So, all these services, and, and there's many, many others that a CFO does, but all these services and and more are still done by a virtual CFO or a fractional CFO. They just do those specific tasks. You know, and there, there may be some HR tasks that a full-time CFO will do that a virtual CFO won't do. And again, why do you want a CFO? Well, you want them because you want to be able to direct your company in a financial direction that ultimately gets you to your budget, your goal, your long-term goals, short-term goals. And that's why it's beneficial for a small medium business to hire a virtual CFO. Now, you're probably sitting there wondering, how much does this cost? Well, usually for a virtual CFO, you're probably if you did the full-blown CFO package. Now a lot of a lot of organizations out there have a full-blown package, and then you can scale it back, saying, "Hey, I don't I don't need you to do my bank relationship. You know, I don't need director meetings. I only need these items." And so you can go through and kind of uh, do a menu on that, and the total cost for the year can range anywhere from say 35000 to, I've, I've seen some firms charge ups, upwards of 70000 If you think about, if you hired just a staff accountant, I'm not even talking CFO, if you hired a full-time staff accountant, how much does that cost? Usually, you know, depending on your location, um, probably about 45000 and up. Uh, and that's just an entry-level staff accountant person that does that, you know, just the normal, you know, data entry, journal entries, reconciliation, you know, kind of the, you know, the the mundane work, that's how much you would pay one of them. Now, imagine getting that cost, but somebody who has a heck of a lot more experience and can understand and lead your business. That's where the benefit of a virtual CFO is, is they cost a fraction of what a normal one would. And if you think about it from a, uh, an employment standpoint, they're, they're almost the cost of a staff accountant, but for a heck of a lot more expertise. Now, when you hire a CFO, you want to make sure they have a virtual CFO. You want to make sure they have experience in more than just one industry. Now, if you happen to be in the manufacturing industry and you find a virtual CFO, that that's all they do is manufacturing, then that's a perfect marriage right there. Boom, right there. But if you're a retail um, uh, outfit and this person has only manufacturing experience, well, they're probably not going to be a fit. Uh, Not right away. Granted, they'll they'll probably be able to learn uh, how to you know, bring in in the skills into retail, but right away, it's going to be kind of a struggle. So you want somebody who has quite a bit of experience in multiple industries. Now, you know, you can be two, three, 10, 20, what what have you. Um, But you want somebody to have experience in other industries, because sometimes certain industries, let's say not-for-profit, may do something that would be hugely beneficial for a construction industry, even though those two industries are completely separated. And that's why you want to have somebody who has um, experience in that. Now, some of you may be wondering, you know, well, should I just go to my my local CPA firm and, and uh, uh, you know, hire them? My my reaction to that is you don't want to be hiring a CPA firm. And, and the reason being is, you know, I was in that industry for 20 plus years. And when CPA firms do virtual CFO positions, fractional CFO, outsource CFO, they're really using it as fill-in work between their tax years and, um, and their audit time. So while they are, you know, competent, they're, they're CPAs. They don't necessarily have the experience on projecting and forecasting. So if you think about the serv- the main services that a CPA firm offers, it's tax and audit. Tax is a historical. So you you have them do your 2019 tax in the year 2020. Let's say it's March of 2020, and you take your tax work to a CPA firm and they produce the tax return. Well, the tax return is a historical document. Now, the other main service the CPA firm does is audits. And what's an audit? They're auditing historical numbers. So they're really, really good at looking at historical compliance type information or compliance forms. But projecting is not currently um, something they normally do. So hiring a CPA firm is probably not the best idea um, when you're looking for an outsourced or virtual CFO. Uh, the other thing, uh, and this has always been my bugaboo with CPA firms, is they love to do additional billings. Um, if they can't, if they don't budget a job that they're charging you correctly, they'll just bill you more. When they call quote additional billings, when you hire a virtual CFO or factual CFO you want one that will do a fixed rate. Because if the rate is fixed, you know exactly how much is going to cost you per month, and you know what services you're getting. It's no different than um, if you have a software uh, as a service uh, type company or, or product. You're buying a, a product, um, and let's just say it's Microsoft, and you're on Microsoft 360, and you know that that's going to be let's say 10 bucks a month you know you're going to get you're going to get charged ten dollars a month and you're going to have access to all the software and it's just a monthly charge no big deal it's fixed that's what you want with your virtual cfo or fractional cfo is have it fixed you know exactly what you're going to get charged you can budget for that and you can um, move forward Um, Without having to worry about, well, this month, this project took a little bit longer than they normally took. And so they're going to charge you more. Um, It's kind of like if you think about if you went to Starbucks and you order a cup of coffee and one day the cup of coffee costs more than it normally did because it took the barista longer to go over to the coffee machine and pour the coffee. So they're going to charge you because it took them longer. That's kind of what the additional billings. And so that's why I always say kind of avoid the, the, the CPA firm. Um, and then, um, another thing to kind of consider as as we're concluding here is think about a fractional CFO or virtual CFO, kind of like, um, sports car, you know, and then, you know, kind of playing this out because I don't know if you've seen the brand new um, 2020 um, Chevrolet Corvette. Uh, It's a pretty neat car if you haven't. That's just Google. Uh, Take a look at it. Um, Think of it as kind of like the poor man's Ferrari. Now, imagine you get to drive that car um, as a rental. You can put it on the, on the highway. Um, you get to drive it a couple times a month. You get to floor it and fly down the highway. And then when you're done, you simply just turn off the engine. You, know, you don't have to worry about insurance or storage or maintenance, et cetera. You only make a fraction of the payments of what it would be to have it. It's kind of like a rental. That's really what a fractional CFO and virtual CFO truly is, is they are a fraction of the cost. They bring the expertise to your organization and they help you get to where you want to be. Whether it's, you know, I want to have a million dollars in net income in three years. I want to sell my company for 10 million in, in seven years, what have you. They help you get to that point. They also help keep you out of trouble. So if you're... Uh, free cash flow is getting negative, even though you have cash in the bank, but your free cash flow is negative. You need somebody to be able to help guide you through that situation so that you don't keep going negative and then um, ultimately cease to exist as a business. So um, I hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, if you have any questions on this, uh, feel free to email me at steve at and I'd be happy to answer anything you have. Thank you. At the close of today's show, I want to remind you of my free small business money moves course at hublandfinancialsecrets.com. I go over important concepts regarding how to make your business more efficient and ultimately have your business work for you. The topics I cover are how to make a profit without working harder. Remember, we all want to work smarter, not harder. Next subject is how to autopilot your business. There are items in your business that can be automated. And I go over some of them that kind of help spark that idea of what can you automate. And then finally, how to keep the money you make in your business. And we touch base on the cash reserves, budgeting, and expenses. Are they earning their rent in your business? These free courses can be found at Secrets.com. Again, that's H-O-V-L-A-N-D, financialsecrets.com. Simply enter your email address, and you'll have access to the course and start sparking ideas in your business. Again, that website's Secrets.com. I thank you for your time, and I hope you have a great day.